I want to welcome all those of you who have um, just joined us for the last few minutes. This is Pastor Tim here. Um, this is Pastor Tim. I just want to uh, say, um, I just want to say that um, it's a blessing to be here with you all today. I certainly appreciate the opportunity um, to uh, be with you, and I certainly appreciate the opportunity to. Uh, join with you in prayer. Uh, whenever the Christians have the opportunity to get together as a family and pray, it's always a special thing. So I want to give you a special shout-out today. I want to say that I'm very, very glad to be here. I'm joined by my wife, Barbara. We're just continuing to pray for you all and lift you all up, and we delight in the opportunity to uh, worship the Lord with you. We're going to continue to move forward with just uh, lifting up prayers to the Lord. Prayers for our nation and prayers for you all as individuals. Um, later on, uh, before the end of the night, what we're going to do is we're going to um, allow you all to raise a hand by hitting star five um, so that you can, I'm hitting the star icon and the number five on the phone. So we'll know that you, you need to have a prayer item. And then what we'll do is we will turn to some of you all to, to share with us what your prayer request is. Um, so we'll get to that. If there's anybody who's a first-time caller, if you're a first-time caller, on the line, you either want to say hello, introduce yourself, or if there's something you need prayer for straight away, it's your first time calling in, hit star five even now, and we'll get to that. We'll get to you. We definitely don't mind uh, addressing that because we want to let you know that we're here for you. So if you're a first time caller, hit star five. Um, but for everybody else, um, hang with us. We're going to continue to um, pray and lift up the Lord, and we'll definitely get to our prayer requests as well. I just glorify God for the Father that he's been and for how great he's been throughout our nation and throughout this time here. And we're going to talk uh, today about um, about you know what it is to worship God you know the, in in the in the most pure you know form um, and so we're going to get into that in a little bit but before we get to that let's just start by just continuing to give God praise Heavenly Father I just pray that our prayers that are looking towards you Lord Jesus would be like a sweet perfume to you that would go up to you Lord God up to the heavens and that as we we do that, Lord Jesus, that it would be something that, you know, brings you glory, brings you honor. We just want to thank you, Father, right now for that because we love you and we appreciate you, Lord. And we know, Heavenly Father, that you bring a great breakthrough. Lord Jesus, anytime you act, anytime you see something and you decide to take a stand on the basis of what you've seen, we ask you, Heavenly Father, right now to see your children. See your children, Heavenly Father, and, and, and protect us. We ask for a hedge of protection around all of us right now, Lord God. We ask, Heavenly Father, you protect us from every single one of the devil's wiles. We ask you, Heavenly Father, that you protect us, Lord God, from every single agent of darkness trying to prevent progress in our lives. We ask you, Lord God, that anything that canker worms try to eat from us, Lord God, anything that's tried to erode what we have or what we've been given or trying to inhibit our blessings, we pray that you would remove it in the name of Jesus. We pray, Heavenly Father, that nothing will impede our progress, Father, that no procrastination, uh, no misfortune, uh, no issues in our places of work, no issues among our families, no issues, Lord God, with the stock market, no issues, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, with um, our other local economies, Lord Jesus, in the, in the cities or towns where we live, no issues, Lord God, with, with, or throughout the world would stop the progress and prosperity of your children. We pray, Lord God, that will be of sound mind, just like your word promises, because you didn't give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that the spirit of self-control 
which allows us to exhibit the kind of discipline that allows us to be incredibly powerful in the kingdom of heaven. We pray, Heavenly Father, that also uh, will be bestowed upon us in a greater way, that the anointing, Heavenly Father, that allows us to prophesy, know and see the future, allows us to be able to give a word of encouragement or a word of, of future, of futuristic um, endeavors. We pray, Heavenly Father, that all of these anointings would be increased. We pray, Lord Jesus, that we would be able to lay hands on the sick and that they would actually be healed. We pray, Lord Jesus, that as your word says, that Jesus was speaking, and it says that he said that greater works than the works that Jesus was doing on earth shall we do. We are children of God living on earth, and we want to do great works for God, like the works that you did. We want to lay hands on the sick and let them be healed. We want to be able to speak a word Lord God, even to nature and have it obey. We want, Lord Jesus, uh, to be able to have a direct line into you. We want to know, Lord God, that when we speak, you listen. We want to have visions and dreams. We want to uh, be able, Heavenly Father, to, to see you very, very clearly and receive instructions from your angelic beings. We want all that comes with being believers. If there's anything, Lord God, that you are able to do while walking on this earth, we want to be able to do that and even greater things than that because that's what your word says and we believe your word and we trust in your word and we believe, Lord God, that the word of God never returns void. It always comes to pass. It's always true. And so we thank you, Father, for that. We thank you, Lord Jesus, just for your kindness. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the fact that you, Lord God, uh, have done a great uh, work within us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you, O oh Lord God, can be trusted. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you, O oh Heavenly Father, are able, are well able. And we just want to honor you in Jesus' mighty name because you are good and your mercy that endures forever gives us great reason and great cause to lift you up in Jesus' mighty name. We just pray right now, Lord God, that even as we get ready to transition in the next couple of minutes to looking at the word, that we would learn how to really and truly uh, appreciate you, really and truly adhere to your regulations and your standards, really and truly love you, Lord God, worship you, fast and pray, and seek your faith in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, our Heavenly Father, right now, Lord God, that you start removing obstacles before us right now, Lord God, any obstacle in our life, we pray you start to remove it and cause it to uh, just melt away in Jesus' mighty and precious name. We honor you, Father, for you are good. Your mercy endures forever, and we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, and amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You are so good, and your mercy is always enduring at all times. I want to um, say hello to those who just joined us over the last um, couple of minutes. Pastor Tim here with Barbara as well. We are continuing to pray and lift up a variety of prayers in some different categories. We'll also spend some time, you know, doing a, a bit of a devotional. It's kind of like a mini Bible study in some ways, but really it's just, you know, 10 to 15 minutes where you take some time to really just dig into the Word of God. The Word of God has so much to say and so much to teach us that we want to spend time for that. But before we get into that, I just wanted to once again say that I appreciate um, having you all here and the opportunity to pray with you, for you, etc. We're going to leave some time towards the back end here for your specific prayer request, but until that moment in time, we'll continue to lift up prayers um, for your benefit and as well so that we can honor and glorify the Lord. I'm going to come back 
to circle back to the topic of just God's protection before we jump into the next section because, you know, one of the biggest things and the greatest things God can do is he can He can shelter us and he can serve as our strong power, as the Word of God says. So I'm just going to pray that God will be a strong power uh, in each of our lives. Heavenly Father, I just pray that your protection uh, would stay, would reign true in our lives, that your protection, Lord God, would keep us safe. Lord Jesus, if there's been anything railing against your people, raging against your people, trying to cause misfortune to befall them, I pray, Lord God, from the bottom of my heart, and I pray, Lord God, on behalf of all the believers on this conference call right now, Lord, that you start to reverse that. Any sickness, any disease, any misfortune, any um, uh, lack of performance in any area that's important, whether it be at work or other ways, wise for your children. I pray, Heavenly Father, that promotion is there. I pray, Heavenly Father, that lack belongs not to them. I pray, Heavenly Father, that prosperity is there, mind, body, and soul, financially, whatever area that a person can possibly prosper, and I pray that that prosperity will be theirs. And I pray, Lord God, that you just continue your will in our lives and that as you do your will in our lives, Lord God, that we be built up, strengthened, and that we would once and for all come into the fullness of what you've called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay, now that we've prayed those prayers, what I want for us to be able to do now is actually turn to the Word of God. It's going to be great. I would look forward to looking at this passage of Scripture. And we're going to be in the book of Isaiah. If you want to follow along, turn with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 58. Isaiah 58 is a great chapter. It speaks to, you know, true and false worship. I think that all of us who are here have an inherent desire to worship the Lord, right? That's the reason we dial into a prayer uh, meeting such as this and why we um, spend time on these kind of conference calls is that we want to worship them. We want to lift them up. We want to be able to ensure the Lord knows that, that we see and we care about him, et cetera. If that's the case, and I believe that is the case for all of us who are here, then there are some things we can learn from the Word about, you know, the best way, if you will, to really worship the Lord and to really lift him up. And so what I want to do is take you to Isaiah chapter 15 so that you have the opportunity to, to, to hear a, a bit about that. Um, it says here in Isaiah chapter 58, um, chapter 58, I should say, verse 1, not 15, but Isaiah 58. Um, it says, shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Tell my people of Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to hear my laws. You would almost think this was a righteous nation that would never abandon its God. They love to make a show of coming to me and ask me to take action on their behalf. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? You've done much penance, and you don't even notice it. I will tell you why. It's because you are living for yourselves even while you're fasting. You keep right on oppressing your workers. Look at his fasting, and you keep on fighting and quarreling. This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourself by going through the motions of penance, bowing your head like a blade of grass in the wind. You dress in sackcloth and cover yourselves with ashes. Is what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No. The kind of fasting I want calls you to free those who are wrongly imprisoned and you stop oppressing those who work for you. 
treat them fairly and give them what they earn. I want you to share your food with the hungry and to welcome poor wanderers into your homes. Give clothes to those who need them. Do not hide from relatives who need your help. If you do your, these things, your salvation will come like the dawn. Yes, your healing will come quickly. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. So I want to I wanted to read that passage to you all today um, in large part because one of the things I'm, I'm very interested in is seeing all of us prosper, right? We talked about that last week in church. We've been talking about throughout this week, you know, being in it to win it, right, all throughout, you know, the, the month of January. We talk about how we can be victorious in the things of, of God. And, and a big component of, of, of victory in Christ, although this isn't the only component of victory in Christ, but a big component of it is, is to, you know, enjoy uh, the, the thrill and excitement of, knowing that we have a, a direct line to God, we can communicate with him anytime. He's literally our father. And I know a lot of you love this part of it. It's just having him answer prayers, you know, getting to experience an answered prayer and having a, a testimony about the goodness of God. You know, it's really and truly just a wonderful thing. It's really and truly just a wonderful thing. So, you know, all of us desire to, to have that experience, and, and rightly so. And And when we do have a prayer answered, we feel like winners. You know, we feel like we've, we've, we've been victorious, especially when it's something very really hard that then God answers the prayer. You feel great about yourself. And so that's what I desire for all of you. That's what I desire for all of us. That's what I desire for myself, my personal life, is that I would I would speak to God and because of the nature of our relationship, He would actually hear me when I pray and, you know, at the right time in the due season, you know, answer some of those prayers. That's the promise that we have as believers. And that's something I look forward to. The caveat, however, is that there are certain things that can prevent us from really having those prayers answered and from really having the Lord move on our behalf. And that's what this passage of Scripture was about. It talks about, for all intents and purposes, um, living a life of that appears to be, you know, godly or that appears to... Um, be God speaking, but really it isn't. And that was what happened with ancient Israel. The people would come and they would have these massive assemblies and everybody would stand before God and, you know, dressed in their, in their, in their best clothing and have trumpets blaring and music playing and perhaps sacrifice a couple hundred animals or whatever the case may be, right? All the things that would cause somebody to think, oh wow, these people are very pious indeed. That's what God said. He said these people they, they 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 pretend so much to be passionate about this relationship with me. You'd think they actually really love the Lord. But he was saying that the, the issue he was having, and I, this is what I don't want to have to happen to any of us, is that while they were doing all these, you know, godly things, right, like a, an, an example or a parallel for us would be like, while they were going to church, while they were showing up to Bible studies, while they were reading the Word and listening to Hillsong worship music or whatever, right, and being facetious, but you get the point, right? While they were doing all these godly-sounding things, they weren't living their lives in a way that was godly. And just to cut to the chase, because they weren't living their life as though in a godly way, even though they were doing godly activities, I'm not answering their prayers. And so, as I established earlier, since I want the Lord to answer your prayers, then I'd be a bad pastor if I didn't say to you, we need to pay attention to the things that are going to ensure 
the Lord actually hears us when we pray, that he's satisfied with us when we, when we pray. So these people are doing all of the things that make it look like you care, and they're even fasting, and they're wearing sackcloth, which is basically like wearing rags to show how, how repentant you are, how contrite you are, and how much you really and truly are sorry for your sins, right? That's what this God's saying you guys are doing. But in reality, you're not, you're being kind of cruel to people. You're being kind of mean to your neighbors, you know. You're not showing love to them. You're not fighting for justice. You have people who are wrongly in prison. You don't really care. You're oppressing people who work for you. You're not treating them fairly. You're not sharing your food with people who are hungry, who are wandering around. You're not giving clothes to people who you know are in need. Um, and you're actually hiding from relatives who need your help. Wow, the Lord, that, that one hit different. The Lord says sometimes we hide from our relatives who need help. Wow. Um, I probably, you know, can relate to times when I've even been guilty of that on occasion, right? Where you feel like it'd be better not to not to even connect with this person because maybe they're a lot of work. Or maybe when I connect with them, right, they're going to, it's going to cause me some, it's just more convenient to not even talk to aunt so-and-so right now, right? But the thing is, is that the Lord says if we if we do that and if we're consistently doing that, then we're at risk of not even having our prayers answered, right? We're at risk of not having our prayers answered. But when we can do this, when we're fighting for justice, when we are making ourselves available to people who need our help, when we are not hiding from our relatives who need help or from people we see who are less fortunate than us, look at the promise. This is a great promise. Isaiah 58, verse 8, for those of you who just joined us on the line. Isaiah 58, verse 8 says, if you're going to fight for justice, if you're going to care about, you know, people who are less fortunate, if you're going to treat people well, then your salvation will come like the dawn. Think about what the, how the dawn comes. It comes consistently every single morning. There's no delay in the dawn coming. Right, like you can book it exactly when dawn is going to come tomorrow. You can book it. It, it never takes. It's not, it's not like you know dawn's not going to come for another week. Dawn's coming tomorrow, no matter what. Right, and, and that's what the Lord is saying. Think if you will treat people well. Here's what I'll do. Whatever is afflicting you, I'll save you from it swiftly and consistently. Meaning any time something comes up that's going to uh, be an adverse situation for you, that's going to bother you or be difficult for you, I will save you from it consistently. And not only will I consistently save you from it, but it will happen quickly. You won't be like weeks and weeks and weeks or years and years. It will be like the dawn where it happens every single day and where it happens quickly. It's going to happen tomorrow, right? And then when Thursday rolls around, the next dawn's coming again on Friday. You don't have to wait too long for the dawn to come. It says also your healing will come quickly. So again, the Lord just speaking about quickness, right? Quickness is a theme here. The Lord's saying, you treat people well. I'm going to heal you quickly. You need mental health relief? I'm going to heal you quickly. Do you need healing in your body? It's going to happen quickly. That's a promise. The Lord's saying, try me out for size. Try me out. See if your healing doesn't come quickly, if your salvation doesn't come like the 
done. It says your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. So he's saying the way you're living your life with this godliness will, will lead you in the right direction. And anything that tries to sneak up on you from behind will be snuffed out and thwarted by the Lord who guards you on your blind side, right? He's guarding you in the, from behind. The enemy was trying to sneak up from behind, right? But he's saying, no, 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 because you're godly, I'll rebuke the devourer. I'll re- rebuke the enemy for your sake. And then finally, I love this. It says, then when you call me, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. So again, back to this notion of things happening fast. How many of you love waiting forever when you really need salvation? How many of you just love sitting around suffering when you really need a healing? Nobody. And if that's the case, the Lord says, you want to know how to get me to act quickly, not just act like in you know, some far distant future, but to act quickly? If you want me to act quickly, treat people the right way, fight for justice, be eager to do right by people. You go out and you do that, and I will quickly reply, heal you, save you, and be there for you whenever you call. So hopefully that, you know, word resonated with somebody tonight. You know, at the end of the day, as I said, you know, my my only motivation sharing this is just that I, you know, I want for all of us to be able to experience God's best. And many people throughout the world, even in the Christian world, even, and this has happened to all of us, by the way, at different points in our lives, as much as God wants his best for us, there are things we're doing or not doing that prevent us from his best. And God's kind, and he includes these words and these passages and these instructions in the scripture so that we don't have to miss out on his best anymore. We, we can learn from the passages and then learn what's right, and that way we don't have to miss out on his best. And his best is to quickly answer us and heal us and save us always. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to pray over us, and then I'm going to leave some time for us, to, people who have prayer requests out there. If you have a prayer request, hit star five, star, star our kind and the number five on your phone. I do see a couple of hands up, and we'll get to your prayer request. Uh, in the interest of time, uh, one, one, one thing I would add is you definitely share with us your prayer request, and if we can keep those requests around, you know, 15 seconds or so in terms of um, your ability to let us know what the, what those items are, that'd be great. That way we can make sure we get to everybody if we could have, you know, uh, several hands raised. So if in like 15 seconds or so you can let us know exactly what it is that you need prayer for, we'll definitely get to all the hands that might be raised, and then we can pray for everybody um, with regard to every single topic for sure. So hit star five. Um, but in the meantime, we pray over us even as you're getting uh, ready and, and lifting those hands up. Uh, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your kindness. We want to thank you, Lord God, for uh, your mercy. We want to ask you, Lord God, just to help us to live a life of righteousness. Your word says godliness will lead us forward and you'll protect us from behind. Yes, Father, that you would lead us into godliness, that we would be heard by you when we pray. Father, none of us like being ignored when we pray. None of us like, you know, feeling like, you know, our salvation comes slowly, that God's answers are, are very, very lethargic in nature. And it's not ever your fault, Lord. It's not because you can't respond quickly, not because uh, you don't want to bring our salvation like the dawn, but it's because sometimes we're doing things that, that cause us to, you know, you know, be stymied or to be slow. 
And so Heavenly Father, we don't want to be stymied any longer. We don't want things to happen slowly any longer. Um, and we also do understand and know that there's a lot of value in each and every single one of us being strong in every single one of us, um, fighting hard in every single one of us, really fighting for justice in our communities. And so we ask Heavenly Father for uh, you to absolutely and totally uh, help us to find you in a real way. In Jesus' mighty name, help us to be kind and loving. Amen. With that said, I'm going to go to a couple of hands we have up here. Um, like I said, let's see if we can get to some of these items and, and make sure we get to them quick. I want to go first to um, Barbara in California and then over to our sister Beverly. Let me see if I can go to you. Hey, Barbara. Uh, yes, just pray for uh, me. I've been just going through a lot of stress lately, just with everything going mm-hmm. going on, and just pray for yeah. my stomach and just you know, feel like I've pulled my neck uh, this morning, so I just been a couple of that and just you know mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. my arm and just you know just my stomach. You know, I've been so like I've been having like an ulcer and it's been that time mm-hmm. of the month mm-hmm. I was getting uh, cramping that I'm going through. Like menopause, if you just pray for my friend Batel, she had told me that she was in a uh, accident i guess she's uh doing okay and um mm-hmm. just pray yeah, we'll for, pray for all of that continue to pray for uh for, I, I keep for, uh what was his name i can't think of uh man i can't uh jessica and oh yeah jose was the husband jose and uh just everything that he's going through and raising the money for his wife because she's from mexico mm-hmm. and uh she wasn't mm-hmm. with how much uh money so if you just pray that uh her friends are helping him to raise the money yeah, we can definitely pray for all those topics. Um, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for, for Barbara. We pray, Lord God, that anything afflicting her in her body will be totally healed and eradicated, Lord God, um, that nothing will harm her in any way, shape, or form. We pray that you would touch her body and that you would plead, plead the blood of Jesus over from her head to her toe, that you would totally and completely bring her healing, Lord God. Like you said, Lord God, like the dawn, swiftly, Lord God. Let it run towards her in the name of Jesus. Just let her be totally healed in a mighty and precious name. Her neck, her her stomach, um, her every part of her body that is in need of healing, a touch from God, let it come swiftly in Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. Uh, we also want to pray over her friend who was recently in an accident. We pray, Lord God, that this friend of hers will be totally and completely healed. Lord God, we pray there will be minor tend to zero complications related to this. Of course, there's always the, the fear of having gone through an accident, but we pray that there's no additional damage done uh, But from a bodily perspective. We pray for a quick restoration. We pray, Heavenly Father, for a total healing in Jesus' name. And we also want to pray for Jose, who um, is trying to raise funds for his wife and for anything that they may be needing, Lord God, from a familial perspective. We ask that you would heal them totally um, of anything that has been afflicting them, especially the stress related with having to raise funds in a short period of time. So we ask you, Lord God, that as you heal their minds of stress, you also help them to raise the funds um, to be able to make this thing happen. In Jesus' mighty name, may it be swift, and may their salvation come like a dawn. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to go to another hand we have from Beverly. Hey, Beverly, you can chime in, Beverly, uh, with a prayer request. If you're on, you might be on mute, Beverly, in case you want to 
Oh, yeah. Off that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. Okay, this is Beverly, and, and thank you. Uh, what I want prayer for is I want to, I need peace. When I make decisions, I want to make the right one. And I know that logic has its place in different things, but I really want to be led by the Holy Spirit so I know it's it's good and, it, and it's the right thing, even at sometimes it may not seem like it. But I need to differentiate between logic and being led by the Holy Spirit because sometimes logic seems so good and then there's no peace in it afterwards. So I, I just need um God to help me with that in making decisions, the small decisions and even the large one. I must be I must learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit so I will know. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I think that that's a really, really good prayer request, Beverly. We can definitely lift that up. That's a really, really great um, prayer request and one that, you know, is relevant for many people, I think. But we'll definitely lift that up for you. Um, okay. What I would say before we lift that up is that, um, yeah, it's important, you know, to be able to delineate between, you know, the leading of the Holy Spirit and then, you know, other kind of logical forms of, of, of thinking. And as believers, we ought to be able to have really, really clear instructions from God. It doesn't need to be ambiguous. I was saying this to a colleague or a friend recently that as believers, we should seek, just like you're doing, Beverly, to get really clear instructions from the Lord about what to do. And I, don't, I think that's a really great prayer. So let's, let's put that up and, and pray this prayer for you. And so I would encourage anybody on the phone who feels like they also are in need of more guidance from the Lord to, you know, just get in agreement with us. And you can ask the Lord privately for that for yourself as well at some point. Um, but Heavenly Father, just lift up your, your daughter, Beverly, who's requesting guidance and leadership, um, Lord God, throughout um, her life. We, we know, Lord God, that she wants to be led by the Spirit. Of course, you've given her a mind to be able to come up with very reasonable and sound decisions. That's why you've blessed her with, with wisdom. But at the same time, Father, you know, the best decisions are always led by the Spirit, and you are always uh, the ultimate uh, leader, Lord God, when it comes to decisions that we should make. We pray that you would speak to her very clearly about decisions, small or big. Make it very, very clear. Let there be zero ambiguity. Let there be zero confusion, worry, haziness. Lord God, make it clear as day, precise precisely what you need your daughter Beverly to do in all situations, Father. You can speak clearly. Your word says you aren't somebody who whispers obscurities in dark corners of the world. Instead, you make your position known. You make it very, very clear what your people should do. On an individual level, speak to her. Let it be very clear. Let her have peace over her decisions in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this guidance lead to a peace and a knowing that the decisions are right. Even if other people don't understand, even if it seems illogical to others, let it be totally clear and logical to her because we base on the guiding of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, we have lifted this up and we have prayed. Amen.